0: It's only entertainment. Welcome back to the Talking Hedge. I'm Josh Kincaid, capital markets analyst and host of your cannabis business podcast. All right, we are here at MJ Unpacked. I'm here with Jason McHugh from Califari. Jason, thanks for being here with the Talking Hedge. Thank you so much. Thanks Appreciate for having me. It.
1: What is Califari? Uh, Califari, uh, what we launched as a lifestyle brand in 2015. Um, actually created the brand in t- 2008 trying to define my own personal spirituality which revolves somewhere between Burning Man, New Orleans Jazz Fest and Reggae on the River. Sounds fun. Yep, yep. And so um, so we came up with a brand. I was just tinkering with it and playing with it and having fun. We started an edible line, in 2008, 2009. Um, but we were just tinkering and having fun and all of a sudden we were selling to friends and family and all of a sudden those people all started going to dispensaries. And we we're like, okay, well, what are we doing with this? And um, anyway, we tinkered in the woodshed for a long time, and then 2015 launched this lifestyle brand, and then in 2016 we became a packaging company, um, creating you know boxes for other people, uh, but then also for ourselves. Um, and then we launched the line of strainer. That was, and that's basically where kind of the rubber hit the road for our brand and our mission. And now we're. Our goal is to, to tell the story and, uh, and discover the personality of every canvas strain we possibly can via art. And we've created a global artist network with 27 artists from nine different countries. Um, we've got 65 different original designs for strain art and more coming out. And, um, and we sell that on uh, as posters. So we're, we're a canvas brand that's in all 50 states with our art. Um, and then in california in 2018 we launched our cannabis line with flour and free rolls and we're going to have gummies coming soon and, and we had to launch um we launched as a brand before being able to have a license and so we're just
0: finally getting our license now and we're very excited about that tell me a bit about that that continuous addition or i don't know if it's a pivot per se but oh, you've yeah. definitely done a lot of different stuff since 2008 yeah so i've pivoted quite a few times to stay relevant as this industry changes talk to me about your own path and how that happens
1: yeah i mean well i've just sort of had a joke that we're like a brand that's been built to pivot and each year we pivot and basically trying to bring in like a new skill to the company in in a slightly new direction all to kind of support the brand but yeah we've just we've just been constantly pivoting we're small and you know small team and so um we're agile like that and i think to stay alive in this business you have to just be constantly pivoting so it's just a transition after transition and we're experiencing that right now and sometimes it's hard sometimes it's really exciting you know um all the things
0: see a lot of pre-rolls being sold where i'm from in seattle obviously edibles were a huge hit during the the pandemic uh, what were some of the influences or what impacted you to kind of add some of those uh, SKUs to, to your product lineup?
1: You know, I mean, we're always, I mean, we've always wanted to have, we have a, a big sort of dream, a list of products that we'd like to create, you know, that we haven't been able to. So we're just trying to like play to our strengths and just bite off one thing at a time. And, and we have a head of product who's going to be here soon. He is a true cannabis expert and an expert free roll maker. And so... Um, just trying to, you know, trying to get him the right place and time to be able to do his work. It's been hard because we've been unlicensed until now. So,
0: um, you don't necessarily need licenses for NFTs, and it sounds like that might be kind of the direction you're heading. Uh, would that be a fair statement?
1: Well, I mean, uh, no. Yeah. Well, yes. No, it is because yes, we as an art company, we got sort of naturally uh, swept into NFTs, um, and we launched our first five NFTs on four twenty, which is great. I mean, NFTs are really just like a new art form unto themselves. That's why it I is, is new. Maybe you could break
0: it down for people and tell them what an NFT is, sure. how it works, what's the point, like sure. all that.
1: So, um, yeah. So, an NFT, like in in the art world, there's um, uh, you know, there's the um, the the list of owners. So, so, if you have a piece of fine art, um, you've got a, a list of provenance. It's called where you, you know. That uh, you know, some some royalty owned this, and then somebody bought it, and then then it changed hands, and now George Clooney has it, right? So you can see over a hundred years, you know, this list of ownership, and that adds to the value of fine art and um, the collectors that collect it. Uh, so essentially, that's what NFTs are digitally. It's a it's a it's a ledger that basically lets you know who's owned what piece, and you can see art and digital art in this case um, actually. Capture value like it never has before, and that's one of the things that's hard for people to get their head around. Because a lot of these NFTs, they're just an MP4 file or a GIF file or a JPEG. So why is that more valuable? Well, it's because of the the list of ownership and, and the value that's perceived in the community. So, um, so it's wild. I mean, because it's, it's you can liken the art world to stocks and bonds, you know, and so on. Um, that's what's sort of happening. It really is put a lot of gas on them fire of the art world and it's really been a great opportunity for a lot of artists the nfts a lot of the artists that we've worked with um, you know much to my chagrin their prices are going up because they're selling so much art they want they want to do less licensed work you know um, but i'm so excited for those artists so um and you know and for us we're trying to blend the art world and the cannabis world together and there is a natural kind of crossover there um, but a lot of Cannabis people aren't necessarily in crypto or don't have a wallet, and um, and we want to try to pull those people in and, and build community with them. The other thing we love about crypto is it's decentralized, you know, and um, you know, as a cannabis company, you always have so much trouble with social media. You know, our, I just found out our hashtag got. buried buried, right we're shadow banned on instagram we're not even sure why but you know because cannabis is not federally legal that's every social media's excuse um to not allow it uh but there's a site discord which is basically where all the crypto heads are and if you have an nft community that's where you send people so we want to build an nft cannabis community on discord and basically you know open up social media into new ways and that's kind of a, a general General vision there. So,
0: what is your vision for MJ Impact and Cannabis Week? There's uh, MJ BizCon, a lot of activities. Uh, What was your vision for this week? What do you? Why are you here? And what are you uh, wanting to get out of it?
1: Well, yeah, this is my. I've been to MJ BizCon. This is probably my fourth time attending. I've never thought about exhibiting really until now. You know, it was like CPG show. That's us. You know, so I was like, okay, we want to be here Um, because we've established, you know, in California, but we also we sell our posters nationally, so we're interested in taking our brand onto the national level, and we already know where we're popular across the country just via our sales, and so we're interested in taking our canvas products there when we can, and so, uh, yeah, we really wanna just break out across the country, and this is an ideal platform to do it and meet people, um, whether they're cultivators or investors or other brands, You know, we love to collaborate with everybody
0: where are you seeing the most demand right now or where is the biggest opportunity for you?
1: Uh, I mean, that's a tough question, um, you know. I mean, just because there's, there's so much opportunity exploding right now, you know, and it's just kind of finding focus. So um, we're, we've actually partnered with, um, with Rove. You can see their booth right over there. So, um, so that's kind of bringing our focus to what states we go to next, you know, because we're going to partner with their infrastructure. Okay. So we're excited about that.
0: Oh, um, yeah. That sounds interesting. Okay. If people want to know more information about uh, your uh, strategic partnerships, your NFTs, your products, uh, where can they find your shadow band hashtags <laughs> at your website and all that?
1: I mean, you know, you can always reach out to us at info at califari.com. We answer all our emails. Um, yeah, we are on Instagram. You know, we have a pretty good following there. Um, you know, so yeah, that, that's how to find us. You know? okay.
0: And we'll also uh, put uh, Jason McHugh's uh, LinkedIn information uh, in the show notes as well. So with that, I think we're going to roll this one up. I want to thank my guest, Jason McHugh uh, with Califari. Appreciate you being on The Talking Hedge. Thank you so much for having me. I'm Josh Kincaid. This is The Talking Hedge. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Or don't. And I'm out. Don't forget to smash that like button on your way out. And check out these other videos that we've got.
1: Thanks for listening to today's show.